0: Bow! Here we are, folks. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome
1: back.
0: This. Oh, get it, get it.
1: It's a little something today. It's a little
0: something. Why not? After all, it is Wednesday. Walling out Wednesday. Hump day. It is hump day. So interesting that they call it hump day. We get to that in just a second. But first and foremost. What is this? This is weeknights.
1: Weeknights starring Dash aka Dashing D aka the King of R and B. That's right. And I am
0: J D Aka, He Who Pods. And we're here Monday through Friday. And uh we're here to give you the latest, the greatest, and the shameless of music movies tv the entertainment industry
1: all of the things
0: all of the things that's your turn so let's get it started where you want to start showrunner well let me ask you a question first
1: okay (laughs) what's up ask me what is
0: it do you feel like you were able to get i'm sorry (laughs)
1: I said, is it going to be some bullshit? <laughs> look at look at how you treat me. I treat you so bad. I'm
0: calling HR. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's the question. You ever have to
1: call HR on somebody? Hmm. Not exactly. Not exactly.
0: Okay.
1: I have had to... Not even directly, but I have had to get. Oh, that's not true. I have had to call HR on somebody before. Yes, I have. There, it was a long time ago.
0: In a galaxy far, far away.
1: Actually, yes. <laughs> I was in I was in Pittsburgh at the time. This is not yeah. going to be a fun. This is not going to be a fun story. Sorry. I
0: mean, when you got to call HR on somebody, it's usually not a fun story.
1: No, there was this guy who was harassing me, actually. Yeah. Um, I worked at the YMCA. And, you know, I was behind the desk. I did reception. So I, I had the cart of towels and, and things behind the desk. Right. And it wasn't self-serve. So you had to actually come to the desk and ask for a towel and all of that. Right. Um, And I was the person who would check people in. And there was this trainer who worked there who would like tell me to uh, grab the towels from the bottom because he wanted to see me bend over.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were other things that happened, right? But that was like one of the big ones. It was he was
0: giving off big creep energy.
1: Yes, he was. He would stare me down. He would look me up and down. He made me very, very, very uncomfortable. Um, he would make certain comments at me, and so I had to get my manager involved, and I had to get, you know, then HR got involved. I mean, whatever HR was at the time, I don't even think they had, like, a real HR department, but mm. <laughs> whoever was considered HR, you know, some companies, there's, like, one person who's considered HR, and that, that's yep. it. Right. It was kind of like that. So, yeah, they had to get involved. They basically just made it so that our shifts wouldn't overlap got it okay yeah even though he should have had bigger consequences but you know that was a different time as people like to say yes yes it was yeah but yeah i have (laughs) yeah i've had things happen where like management will get involved but not because i went to them got it so but that was the only time i had to actually like file a complaint against
0: someone and yeah i can't yeah. i can't get into my hr story but here's what i will say the situation was so crazy we had to get the person completely transferred to another location yeah, Ooh, yeah so like so all i can say on you know national television ha 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 <laughs>
1: I mean, I would have appreciated if this guy was removed. He should have been, uh, like, in hindsight. It's like, why did... I don't... I don't know. I eventually just stopped working there, because I would still run into him every right. now and again. And it was... And and then it was weird, because he was upset with me. Sure. To told on him.
0: Right, well, of course.
1: So.
0: How dare you tell on me for being a creep?
1: Right. But I had to be, like, 19. He had to be at least 30. It was... Just the whole thing was just really weird. I was in college. It was, I don't know, but...
0: I mean, the age doesn't matter. It's the inappropriate behavior. Whether he was 30 or 13, he still was inappropriate.
1: I, the reason I bring up my age is because I didn't really know what to do and how to navigate that situation.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: I have the experience enough to know what to do and know how to advocate for myself, but I really didn't know what to do. Got it. Um... I knew well enough to say something to someone because I would have to open sometimes, and it was five a.m. And if it's me and him and right. whatever one person comes in at five a.m. for training, right, it could, it's a very un, it was very uncomfortable to know that there weren't a lot of people around. So I knew I had to do something. But and you did the right thing. Thank you. But that's what I mean when I say it. I think it, I I think I was just a lot more inexperienced then. And I call out his age because I feel like he just should have known better. Absolutely. Um, but yeah.
0: All right. Dark times.
1: Dark times. Can we can we lift this up, please? Sure. <laughs> can we lift it up? Let's let's What's celebrate.
0: Let's celebrate Kiki Palmer.
1: Good news. We love good news.
0: When we originally spoke about the Golden Globes, we were so excited about some of our favorites that we forgot about the industry's favorite, Kiki Palmer.
1: Kiki, baby, this is Kiki Palmer.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep, that's her. And um, Kiki Palmer, I believe is the first person to ever win a Golden Globe for hosting a show.
1: I don't, a, a game show.
0: Ah, that's what it was.
1: Okay. I don't know if she's first. She might be first woman.
0: Okay, let me see here. Or
1: first me... woman within a certain time frame.
0: Let me spec it. You know what I mean?
1: But shes I don't think she's the first person.
0: All right, we about to find out.
1: But I don't, I don't, I don't think a woman has won in that category, or or a woman hasn't won, or someone hasn't won for a game a game show, maybe. All right, let me just let you do what you do, cause I'm over here saying a lot of nothing.
0: Don't worry, I got you. This is what co hosts are supposed to do. All
1: right. hold me down then. I'm gonna just hold I'ma me just down.
0: Hold me Even down like I oh, owe you rent. Word.
1: But honestly, to get your hair under a hat, you have to comb it. I just want to point that out. Oh, okay. Yep. You probably didn't hear me. What'd you say? I was saying I'm going to just sit here and look pretty, even though I didn't comb my hair today. And then I Ah. thought about it, and I was like, but I had to comb my hair to get it in this hat.
0: That's true. So So deadline says, oh, skip ad. Deadline says Kiki Palmer becomes first woman in 15 years to win Emmy for game show host. So actually, this has nothing to do with the Golden Globes. This is about Emmys.
1: Oh, we we suck. (laughs)
0: Look at us being wrong. On on Al Gore's internet.
1: Yep. Palmer becomes the
0: first woman to win the award since 2009 when Meredith Vieira won for the syndicated run of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? millionaire. She's also the first black woman to be nominated or win the category. It also marks the first time in 50 years that a Password host has been nominated or won the category.
1: Okay, good for her. I'm excited. I love Kiki Palmer. I'm excited for her.
0: Just close all Jesus. this stuff out. You know what I mean? Jesus.
1: And un Jesus. and unspec myself. Yes.
0: Unspec. Kiki Palmer.
1: <laughs> Kiki, Palmer. <laughs> Kiki Palmer is is dope. She's had such a such an interesting trajectory. They always say that like, Kiki Palmer always has a job, and it's true. Like she she works. She always she always has something. Yeah, she's working on, and I I love that. I admire that a lot. So no, but listen,
0: Kiki Palmer is grinding her ass off. Like Kiki Palmer is out here, getting to it. Yep, she's and not playing,
1: Daddy. Oh. had
0: to say it no they didn't (laughs) no they didn't but
1: whatever i said it
0: kiki palmer is an industry darling the industry loves kiki palmer and so they're gonna give her all the hostings and postings and ghostings and showings everything all the words that rhyme kiki palmer is gonna get all the looks as they say now kiki palmer is gonna be doing her motherfucking thing and she does a good job, so why not call her back? It's not like she sucks and they keep giving her job. She keeps going out there and bodying it and doing her thing. And so yeah, I think that's awesome
1: And, she, and she's been working for a long time. She's yeah, working, she's a
0: childhood she's star, a no
1: right So I mean, she I feel like everything that we're seeing her do now, and in the last few years, she's earned. Right. right, I don't think they just put her out there and you know it was like, oh, let's see if it works. I think she earned the space she's in right now.
0: You think? You think um, she earned being in the girlfriend video?
1: Well, that just that was fate.
0: I know, but that's why I ask. Yeah, let's be, trying fate. to be a little try to be a little controversial on this while I, I know you're with. trying
1: to be controversial, and that's you know fine. What I'm but it was fate. <laughs> It was it was that same baby daddy that I mentioned a little while ago. It was
0: it was it roll was, out.
1: It was his fault. So <laughs>
0: yeah, it was roll out.
1: Yeah, so you know whatever. So I'm I'm excited for her. I I, I am excited for her. I think that that's really cool. not only win but then win a category like that that's almost kind
0: of and listen you know I'm excited anytime one of us does something for the first time anytime one of us comes in and does some groundbreaking shit I'm excited to see a person of color a black person and a woman come in and be the first in a category and she was all three here and so I'm excited about that as well thank you Kiki Kiki Palmer for breaking new ground for us and hopefully they start to recognize some of the other fly hosts who are doing things.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know how many of us are are hosting game shows, but game show hosts, watch your back. You know what I'm saying? Cause we we're coming for the game show now. You know what I'm saying? You thought you right. could just ask us what's behind door number three. Now nah, fuck that. I'm gonna ask you what's behind door number three.
1: Exactly, exactly. You're right, you're right. All that energy.
0: All That's that right. Energy. Speaking of energy, Talk to me. Ari Lennox had some things to say about the energy on the Rod Wave tour.
1: Yeah. And she I gotta be honest some, with you, I don't know a lot about Rod Wave.
0: Me either, but I know he's a star.
1: I, yes. Yes. And I know Agreed that for that. and I know that for
0: Ari Lennox, this mm-hmm. was a tremendous opportunity.
1: Okay.
0: In fact, she herself said in the video that she was able to catch up on bills because of this tour.
1: Wow. Maybe I need to go on tour. You do need to go on
0: tour, King of R&B. Take a little extra
1: money, okay? I need that money, honey. She
0: says she was able to catch up on bills, which is what makes this video hard for me as, one, an Ari Lennox fan. Two, a person who loves creating music. Three, a person who loves performing that music, even though it's been some years since I've performed a topic for another time. What's hard about this is I see lots of pieces here in play. Um, She was the only person who kind of listen. When you're an opener, your job is to go out there and warm up the crowd for the main. The main act. I, I was trying to figure out a better way to say it but you're you're going out there to warm up the crowd or keep the crowd entertained until the main act comes out
1: like babyface was trying to do for Anita Baker
0: absolutely and I know that was a joke but I ain't paid you no mind <laughs> what? trying right, to start
1: what
0: trying to start shit again we already got we already got enough beef with the internet over that okay
1: hmm now. At least I didn't say anything about Fantasia because, you know, they would get in my ass. So man,
0: they love Fantasia. And Fantasia still looking good, by the way. I appreciate, appreciate Fantasia still looking like, you know, an appetizer or two, you know?
1: <laughs> an appetizer or two?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, instead of saying a snack, I wanted to change it up, you know, an appetizer or two. Because sometimes one appetizer ain't enough. You're like, man, it was only four mozzarella sticks. I yeah, got some onion rings back there. Or something. What's up? Like, I
1: would love some mozzarella sticks right now.
0: Can't can go wrong with mozzarella sticks, but sometimes they be cheap cool. on the mozzarella sticks. And so Fantasia's cool. still out here looking like two of those. Now, cool. okay. back to the subject at hand, with the, which is with
1: the good marinara sauce too.
0: That's right. Now back to the subject at hand, Ari Lennox. And so the job is to, it's it's a difficult task, especially when you cannot connect with that audience. Listen, as a native New Yorker, I have been to tons of shows where I'm an audience member. Fuck performing. I'm an audience member. I'm here to see Wu-Tang or Nas or any name any legendary act, right? And even before that, I remember just going to see Lupe when a lot of people didn't know who Lupe Fiasco was still. And the openers in New York get a really hard time. New York is a tough audience. I mean... And a lot of times, the opening acts are boring and make you yawn. Just kidding. A lot of times.
1: (laughs) Listen, I just got off work, okay? Cut me some slack, all right? I want no shit talking in the comments about how I was yawning, all right?
0: Talk some shit, y'all. Let her know. Get her a call. Buy Dash a coffee. You know what I'm saying? Cash at me. Right. Anyway. (laughs) I'm trying to say that it's hard being an opening act, especially for a couple reasons. Number one, the audience usually don't give a fuck about you. They usually are like, "Yo, hurry up and get this person off the stage. We just want to see who we paid to come see." Number two, you
1: really? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <You know. laughs> I woke up early this morning and then I, you know, <laughs> I just got off work. I haven't had any coffee
0: oh, today. Shit. You should have had one.
1: I thought about that, but I ran out of time. I was going to run to Dunkin'. Oh my God. That's
0: fine. All of this could stay in as far as I'm concerned. That was hilarious.
1: I was planning um, on going to get my $2 coffee.
0: Should have got it. I
1: ain't had time for that.
0: I understand.
1: And that's how the audience feels when you're an
0: opening act. They're like, yo, I don't have time (laughs) to sit here or stand here and watch this performer. And I can understand that sentiment. It's hard to win over an audience that really doesn't give a fuck about you, right? They don't care. They didn't come to see you. We came to see the king of R&B. Why is JD here? Get JD out of here. We want to see the king of R&B. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And so I think that is already a big challenge. Now, the problem comes when you get on the internet and complain to everyone. That's where the challenges come. Ari Lennox came up there and said it was really hard for her. She spoke about the evening when the bottle was thrown at her she said she knew it wasn't a surprise because she was up there trying to affirm the audience and they were upset that she was trying to affirm them she said y'all mad at me for trying to affirm y'all she said i should have known too because actually i'm not i wasn't surprised because the left side just had the energy of the left side was bad all night it was really dark energy y'all
1: yeah that's unfortunate
0: no what's unfortunate is that you cut on your camera and told us that this huge opportunity <clears throat> which allowed you to catch up on bills your words not mine was a bad experience but, but uh, well
1: why so you're you you're bothered by the fact that she she shared that it wasn't a good experience for for her
0: I think, as an Ari Lennox fan, this is hard to deal with. Because, yes, we as Ari Lennox fans don't like that Ari Lennox had a hard time. But we have to think about the fact that Ari Lennox and her team accepted this tour. She accepted the tour, and clearly it benefited her. Because, as she said, she was able to
1: catch up
0: on Bills.
1: Yeah, but... But it was it was a job that she was doing first of all, so that makes sense. Um, Also, I feel like there's a conversation adjacent to this one about the fact that Ari Lennox doesn't make enough money to pay her bills. Yep, that bothers me.
0: Bothers me too. That was the next thing I was going to say.
1: She's super talented.
0: Absolutely. You know. But that's part of what I that's part of what's hard for me about watching her get on camera and complain about this tour. If you're Rod Wave and you and you see this video like the rest of us saw this video. Let's make it bigger than Rod Wave. If you're the head of a record label and you see this, why would you now take Ari Lennox and ask her to come open for your big act?
1: artists do speak about when an audience is not that energetic or they're fatigued or whatever it is especially if you're talking about an opening act i actually don't think it's that strange that she spoke about her experience um especially because the bottle thing happened
0: can you name me three other artists who have done the same thing No exactly.
1: Not because I can't, I don't really think I need to. I, I, I think that I think that artists talk about their tour experiences. I don't think it's because I guess what is what, like what what is the idea here that she's being ungrateful, that yes. she should she should accept the fact that the crowd didn't like her and move on.
0: That's part of being an artist. It's a challenge (laughs) of being an artist. We've all gotten booed. We all have performed and it didn't connect with the audience in question. But (sighs) my problem as an Ari Lennox fan, and this feeds to the bigger problem, is Ari Lennox likes to talk to the internet way too much. Every time Ari Lennox has a problem, with anything, she cuts on the cameras. And I love Ari Lennox' music. Oh, man, I love Ari Lennox' music. And anytime I've been able to see her perform. Both times, I was super excited. And I know we joke all the time about her panties showing. It was not because her panties were showing. It was because she's an amazing talent. And I love her music and her performance skills. But every time she has a problem with any and everything, she cuts on the cameras
1: she does and and I and I haven't always agreed and I've I've said it publicly that I don't always agree when she comes out and says things I just don't I guess I'm not lumping this one with that because I think if you had a bad experience you had a bad experience I don't think unless I only saw the clip that um hip-hop dx posted I don't know what I don't know what else was said, but what I gathered was she was just expressing um, the energy was off to the crowd. I mean, and to your point, you you made the point that, you know, people don't want to be bothered with an opening act. So that, that kind of aligns with with what she's saying. But also, I didn't feel like she was bashing the crowd or she was. To me it didn't sound like that. I would have she to said, watch she it. She said again. the
0: left crowd was full of dark energy.
1: Oh, well I guess I guess that's that's that. But yeah. Outside of that I didn't, you know I guess I guess I would feel differently if she had came on and been like, Well fuck them and, and you know, uh Rod waves uh, you know listeners or fans are thinking in podcast terms, Rob Wave's fans are, are trash and I hate them and blah, 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 blah. I think if she would have done that, then I probably would have been like, "Mm, I don't don't like this. I typically don't like when she comes. I, I always say, and I've said it to you that I think she needs to, I think she needs to, put a lid on it when it comes to the social media stuff. Um, and I don't think that every time that you don't like something that happened... It, I think you can... You want to complain, you can complain in private. I just don't... I don't know. I'm a little bit torn on this.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, a I'm, bit, I'm torn I'm too a because bit bit I'm an torn. Ari Lennox fan, but as... This was a tremendous opportunity for Ari Lennox. And as an Ari Lennox fan, to me, the bigger issue is not her complaining on camera. To me, the bigger issue is you're complaining about being on tour with a huge artist. Why would another huge artist then turn around and say, hey, come on my tour? I think that Ari Lennox getting on camera and complaining about being on this big tour that helped her catch up on bills quote unquote is doing herself a disservice i think it will make other artists look at her and say well then i don't want you on my tour either and i don't want that as an ari lennox fan i want ari lennox to get all the big opportunities and all the looks
1: yeah no i understand that um i understand that i just i don't know i don't then where's the line what are you allowed to say just nothing but why
0: do you have to say anything on camera that's what i don't understand
1: because people use social media people publicly talk about things that's the world we live in i don't think it's weird for an artist to get on camera and talk about an experience they had i think that's actually pretty common so that's why i'm saying that's why i'm asking where is the line because what are they allowed to talk about and versus what shouldn't they, you know? And, you know, there are a lot of people who would say fans, who would say they prefer the artist that speaks about their experiences and speaks about their lives as opposed to the artist that tells you nothing. And you don't know who they are behind the music. You don't have to know. I mean, just it's really nobody's business. But I... I, I would say there's probably a lot of fans who appreciate that she gets on and and shares those things. And maybe you're right. Maybe there will be artists who don't want to have her as a headliner um, to open for them because of the fact that she doesn't seem to be appreciative. But I don't know, I guess. I also think that's why some people love her, because she gets on her lives, and because she's kind of awkward in some ways, and because she kind of just spills it and says what she thinks. And I'm not saying it's right, but I think it works for her. I think it's a part of her shtick at this point.
0: I don't want it to. So be. I I got you. I, and I, I can't I can't help but wonder how this is affecting her bottom line. Well, yeah. Because because if I'm the head of Warner Brothers Music and I'm booking, let's just say, Cardi B's tour, after Mm -hmm. seeing this video, why would I want to put Ari Lennox as the opener for Cardi B? Cardi B is a huge star. That would be an amazing opportunity for Ari Lennox. But, But why would I give her that opportunity if I saw this video?
1: Is what does Rod Wave do? I don't mean to be disrespectful. Is he a singer or a rapper? No, he's or, a hip hop he artist. He's a hip hop artist. I'm just with wondering. With a huge is, fan base. I know he has a huge fan base, but I honestly, like I said, I, I'm not familiar with his music, um, so I don't want to misspeak about what he does. I just wonder if for Ari Lennox, she needs to be she that's a big deal right but maybe it just didn't align with her audience
0: right and i agree it did not but that's part of doing the opening act you're you're hoping that you're going to tap in with this new audience and also of course pay your bills get more exposure etc my question remains, if I'm the head of Warner Brother Music and I'm looking to... I mean, I'm nobody. I'm Joe Schmo, right? But if I'm the head of Warner Brother Music or Atlantic Music and I'm looking to get Cardi B's United States tour set up, after seeing this video,
1: why would I book Ari Lennox? I just don't think it was as damaging as you're saying. Okay. I think... I mean, sure. If you want to put it, put it together with all of the other times she said something publicly, like when she said she didn't win a Soul Train Award and she felt she should have and things like that, then cool. I just didn't think that what I saw, and like I said, maybe I didn't see the full video, but the part that I saw didn't seem that damaging. It seemed like she was more trying to say, you know, people weren't connecting with her music she was trying to perform and she could tell that, which I think that's, I don't think she's the first, like I said, and I don't have a list, sorry, but I don't think she's the first artist to say that she was performing in front of a crowd and the crowd wasn't connecting with her music or her performance. But that's so part of
0: the job.
1: I get that it's part of the job, but you can't say it out loud.
0: You signed up for it. Literally signed up for it. Okay, okay. I'm conflicted. Like I said, as an artist, I as an artist, I totally understand her plight. I understand the challenges, but the camera is the problem. Not saying to your friend, "Hey, friend," that was really hard to do. I cried some nights because I just got booed for half hour. Nothing wrong with that. It's this, it's this. All of this—the lights, the cameras, the microphones—when you cut that on. And start complaining. That's the that's the issue. And we can agree to disagree. We don't got to make this a forty yeah, minute I mean, thing. I'm, but
1: I'm done. I don't, I don't, I don't I have think, anything else to say about it. It's just kinda... I think
0: it's a bad. I think it's a bad look for a lot of reasons. No, I hear you. Yeah. So we can move on.
1: Okay. What else we got today?
0: Uh, let me check our doc. Docy
1: doc doc. Oh, really? Dockey, doc, doc,
0: doc is what you just said. That's what I said. Docy doc, doc, doc. Fascinating.
1: It's my
0: old age, you know. Speaking now of old age.
1: I'm and complain about you.
0: That's right. <laughs> uh, speaking of old age, let's talk about an elder statement, statesman of hip hop. Ah, you guessed it. Mm-hmm. Hovie Baby
1: i we're
0: gonna call him that. I know. It's a, <laughs> it's it's me being silly because that's the song. But two things. Number one, I found out today that the Clarence movie soundtrack mm-hmm. there is a nine minute song that a lot of people are excited about and it drops on Friday. The nine minute song is Jay Z and the Angelo.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to be excited about that. That sounds like
0: hell. But, I don't I don't know either. I'm very nervous because nine minutes is a long ass time. And this is not a rock band. Typically really, nine minute songs are exciting. If there's like a rock band or something keeping it very exciting or like Joe Budden when he was an artist and Lupe Fiasco, when you just
1: have 10 minutes of straight bars. What are Jay-Z and D'Angelo going to do together for nine minutes?
0: I have no idea. I have no clue.
1: This is not thrilling. I just want to be clear.
0: As a Jay-Z fan, once again, much like the Ari Lennox topic, I'm very nervous.
1: Yeah. I'm very nervous. But this is... Well, like, well, what are we doing here? What... I don't know. All right. God was cool, but you had other people on the song too. So it kind of balanced things out.
0: He's I got don't... somebody else on this song too. Who?
1: Yeah.
0: D'Angelo? D'Angelo?
1: <sighs> what? Again, I'm, gonna, I'm asking you, what are Jay-Z and D'Angelo going to do together? And I will eat my words on Friday. If it, if it's heat, if it's hot, smoky fire. Okay. I will, I will, I will take it back. I promise you that. But, But explain to me what D'Angelo and Jay-Z are supposed to be doing for nine minutes straight.
0: I don't know. I'm very curious to see it. And you know what else I'm curious about? I'm curious about what a Jay-Z Super Bowl performance would look like. And so are other people because he was actually just asked, hey, we know Usher's about to kill it at the Super Bowl. What about you? You going to perform at the Super Bowl one day?
1: He said he didn't want to be one of the first ones.
0: He and, said he and, didn't and think he shouldn't because have been.
1: he was a producer, it was it was it was the right thing to do. I actually disagree. I think he totally could have gotten his Super Bowl performance off by now, and I think he should get one at some point. He's so huge. He has so many songs that he could sing, and he can make it really interesting. I don't think I don't think Jay Z is. I think Jay Z is a rapper. Is really interesting. I think seeing Jay Z perform. At the Super Bowl versus anywhere else is probably not that spectacular. Meaning, rappers kind of just do what they do, especially a, a older rapper like Jay.
0: <laughs> I, I'm scared about where you're going, but go ahead, I'm listening.
1: Especially, especially like a older rapper like Jay Z, they just kind of move around the stage and rap. They don't. There's not. Listen. You have They're to not have jumping up and
0: down like Rod Wave would.
1: To be a good or like a little Uzi or whoever. So it's not to be disrespectful. I have seen Jay-Z perform live and that's why I'm saying I think that this could be really interesting because he could also elevate a lot of other artists who he's worked with. Yeah. At the same time. And I think for a Super Bowl performance, he would need to because of the fact that he is not going to get up there and shake his ass, or he's not just gonna rock or you know, do the Dougie. Right. Dougie Fresh. <laughs> 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 I love Dougie Fresh. I think he's great. Um <laughs> or or something else, you know, like there's a bunch of Uh, newer artists that it's a performance piece. He's not like offset. He's not going to dress up like Michael Jackson and give us some dance moves. You know what I mean? And that's okay. That's okay. I I just want to be clear. I'm not saying he should do those things. What I'm saying is that is not what makes a great Super Bowl performance. There would have to be some other pomp and circumstance in order for that to be interesting. So I think that it would be incredible to see him do a Super Bowl performance. Um, but he would he would need to call on his famous friends to come and absolutely, join
0: him. or his Make famous wife,
1: spectacular, or his famous wife. But I don't think she will do it. I understand. Just don't think she would. But you know, um, plenty of other people are available to come sing or dance or whatever on a Jay Z as uh, on a song that they've been featured on. So yeah, I'd I agree.
0: I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, that was it. I'm done.
0: Oh, yeah. I I agree that it would be dope to see Jay-Z perform. It would behoove him to bring in some of his other collaborators. But if I was Jay-Z, I would purposely be the last person to perform on the Super Bowl contract. I would not put myself anywhere near the first ten because it just seems super greedy i totally agree with what he said he said it it seems greedy to put myself out as one of the first ones and i totally agree jay-z should be the last person in the contract if it was me If, if i had the contract i wouldn't you would not see jd nero perform until like oh when the contract expires okay cool got it and i would put it down the same day i wrote the contract all right it expires the 35th 2035 all right Twenty thirty five, Jay Z Super Bowl performance.
1: I respect that, and I, under, I understand why. I understand why you say that. I, I get it. I just feel like it doesn't. I feel like it. It, it doesn't. I don't think it's greedy. I think that. I think that I think that him wanting to be featured in it is also a way to show other artists that we out here. I think it's a way to show other artists like it's okay to be up here on this stage. When we come, when we call you and we invite you, you know. I'm doing it too. Like it's not I'm not just in the background trying to pacify the the big wigs uh in the boardroom. I'm actually I actually believe in this. I think that it will show a different level of his investment, right? I I don't I don't I don't see it as him being greedy. I see it as um Sometimes in order to get people on board to something, you have to start from within. And I think that that's the way that I'm looking at it. I don't think it would be greedy at all. Although I understand it, but I understand that perspective. I just don't know if I... I don't know if I I think people would take it that way. I think he could do it, and I think it would be okay for him to do it. And I think there's a possibility you would see other artists who maybe previously were like, I'm not fucking with the NFL or I'm not doing this even, you know, Jay Z is there, but like, we don't really see him. Right. Like he's, you know, he has all these other people going on stage for him and whatever. But I think for some people, they might see him and be like, this is actually kind of dope. You know, like he's trailblazing. Gotcha. you. So.
0: I think, I think the fact that he has the NFL deal is trailblazing enough. I don't think he needs to go on stage and, you know, rip the stage for, for his presence to be felt in that arena or for other artists to say, hey... I'm on board. I think I think just the fact that it's Jay Z doing the deal. Jay-Z is the one who's kind of presenting or putting together producing this show. I think that makes a ton of artists willing to do it. And I think that's why we've gotten some of the artists we've gotten during these last couple years. Yeah, I, I can I can understand that. I can understand that. Yeah. All right. We got one more topic. You want to hit it or should we get up out of here?
1: Let's get up out of
0: here. (laughs) Oh, all right. Then that's it then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what y'all think
1: in the comments. Tell us, please. We want to know.
0: That's right. See y'all tomorrow night. Oh, that's what they do?
1: This is what millennials do in photos.
0: Oh. Yeah. I'm ashamed to be a millennial. I'm, I'm, you
1: know, I'm, I'm i I'm, and on know
0: that note, you. we're out of here. See y'all tomorrow Bye. night.